Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Konnichi Value, a podcast where I, Ray Saito, talk about the most interesting stocks and other investments in Japan. Today, we're going to talk about a very interesting company, Shimano, the world's largest cycling components manufacturer, with an estimated market share of 70% of all mid to high-end bicycle components. That is crazy, if you ask me. And I promise you that if you go out right now and look at your bicycle, you will find parts that are made from Shimano. So what is Shimano? Well, established in 1921 in Sakai City in Japan, Shimano makes... Bicycle equipment, gears, brakes, wheels, spokes, basically all the components around the bike you can think of, except the actual bike. Shimano is also active in manufacturing fishing equipment, such as rods and reels, and also rowing equipment. Shimano has around 13,000 employees directly. And its president, Taizo Shimano, is a member of the founding family. Manufacturing is mostly based in Japan, China, but also in Singapore, Malaysia, and the Philippines. Its single largest customer in 2021 was Germany's bike parts specialist, Paul Lange & Co. Other customers include Taiwan's Merida Industries and Giant Manufacturing. Key peers are SRAM, of the US, Campagnolo in Italy, and Yamaha Motors in Japan. Also Bridgestone for its wheel and other components around the wheel in the bicycle industry is a competitor. So how are we going to do this analysis? Well, first I'm going to talk about its profitability, second of its opportunities and risks, thirdly how financially sound Shimano is, Fourth, its stock price, and if I think it's undervalued or overvalued. And lastly, dividend. And after that, as a final conclusion, I'm going to give it a Konichi value score. So, hold on tight. So, profitability. First and foremost, Shimano was definitely an unlikely winner of the COVID-19 pandemic, with a very strong performance in 2020 and especially 2021, driven by demand for outdoor activities and the following ease of restrictions. Although the company experienced some supply chain issues, it expanded its manufacturing capacity in Singapore and at two Japanese factories. The shares peaked in September 2021 and have corrected 38% since then. Regarding market share, we have Europe with almost 40% of Shimano's total market share and then Asia excluding Japan with 34%. After that we have Japan with 12%, North America with 11% and others with 4%. Splitting the business segment of Shimano, we have cycling components standing for a whopping 81% and fishing equipments standing for 19% of its total revenue. 
Shimano's balance sheet looks very healthy. It has had a growth year over year almost every year for the past 10 years. And looking at its profit margins, you'll see that it has an astonishing profit margin for being in the manufacturing industry of around 21 to 27%. This is particularly interesting because the company seems to be able to uphold its profit margin even during the supply chain shocks we've seen this and last year. On the negative side, Shimano's other businesses, mainly fishing equipment, is not keeping up with its cycling component division. This means the company is very reliant on the cycling market, which might not make it as sustainable as the balance sheet shows if something were to happen to the cycling industries. However, that looks quite unlikely. So I'd say Shimano is still a very well performer in its balance sheet. Over to opportunities and risks, we can see that it's very good for Shimano that the biking industry is growing because they own 70% of the mid to high end market. So basically what the market does dictates Shimano's performance. And here we see a steady growth of around three to 4% year over year, medium term. Uh, with a multitude of factors, such as, you know, a demand for cleaner transport, a shift away from disease-carrying people in public transit, and a general promotion of health and exercise in biking from governments and other companies. However, it doesn't seem to be a particularly new market space for bicycles. Uh, there doesn't seem to be an area where Shimano might be able to expand to vastly increase this market share. So the 3 to 4% expansion in the bicycle market might be as fast as Shimano can grow. Also, due to the demand, the increasing demand during COVID-19, we might have seen some people already buying their bicycle and bicycle parts for the foreseeable future such as three, maybe even five years, right? Because that's how long you keep a bicycle. That might mean that we see profits going down in the short term. And actually, Shimano's board or Shimano's estimates are indicating this because this year, Shimano is predicting that their revenue growth will decrease from last year. However, what makes Shimano an attractive business anyways is its 50-year track record as the dominant market leader, its strong brand, and the environmental credentials of its products and specialized skills at an economy of scale that no other bike manufacturer can even come close to. So any risks in the short term will probably be alleviated if the market just keeps on growing. However, there is one cloud of worry and it's not nothing, but it's small. And that is that as e-bikes and e-scooters are gaining traction, Shimano doesn't really have gearless systems that they sell that other manufacturers have started putting in 
especially e-scooters, but also e-bikes, where gears become less relevant because the engine in electric bikes makes the push so high that you can have basically the same gear even if you're going up or down or wherever you're going. Again, I think most people will still prefer gears, especially on daily bikes, but this might be an area where EVs and e-bikes might change how people look at bikes and hence Shimano's parts might not be as relevant. But in the end of the day, I think this is a very stable company with a very high profit margin. So it's definitely more opportunities for the company to just keep on chugging along than any risks that the company will not. Thirdly, financial soundness. I mean, this is a slam dunk for Shimano. It has around 7.4 times its current ratio, which basically means that the company can pay off all its debts with its assets 7.4 times over, which is insanely good. I'd say even if the world explodes, I think Shimano has enough money to rebuild itself. That's just how liquid the company is. Five out of five, you can't get better liquidity than this. It's sad to see that Shimano isn't doing more acquisitions because they have such good cash flow. But, you know, for financial soundness, 100% safe. So fourth, the stock price right now. So as I was mentioning in the beginning, Shimano stock has gone up rapidly in autumn 2021. And it was around 35,000 yen at one point. Now it's gone down around 30, 35% to around 25,000 yen. Uh, this is better because I think, you know, people got to be a little bit too excited by Shimano when they showed increased demand during the pandemic. But now it's gone down to more reasonable levels. However, its P ratio on its own estimations in 2022 is 18.1 and a free cash flow yield of 6%. For a dominant and profitable global market leader, valuations are definitely decent, but this is not an undervalued company. All in all, I say, you know, the company will continue to chug out money like it has been doing for almost 50 years. But at the stock price level, I don't think we're going to see any substantial increase in the stock. So I'd say it's justified. The value now is justified, but I wouldn't go in and buy the stock at this price. However, the PE of 18 is at a historical low. And so if they can, you know, increase their profit margins uh, or increase the market share somehow, we can definitely see people getting overly excited and increase the stock price again. But that's just an if, and that's not how value investing works. So I'd say, you know, be careful of buying too much of this stock. Lastly, dividend. So... The dividend yield of Shimano is 0.97%. And that's not high, especially when considering that 
it only pays out 22.6% of its free cash flow in dividend. And it has a net cash pile of 360 billion yen. Just cash lying around, basically. And on top of this, Shimano doesn't really do share buybacks that much. And so when it comes to dividends and shareholder returns in general, it's kind of a crappy company that's very defensive. If you like it, if you want a company to stick around forever, that's good. But if you're a shareholder that actually wants to make money from your investments, it's less good. So to sum it all up, I want to do my Konichi value table to give it a Konichi value score. So start off with profitability. I think it's amazing. It's perfect. So out of bad, acceptable, good, and perfect, this is the highest. 21 to 27 profit margin. It's, that's insane for a manufacturer. Second, opportunities and risk. I mean, Shibana already has a 70% market share of basically the interesting part of the bicycle parts market. And I don't think, you know, they can grow substantially there. They've also shown that their under industries are interesting, but they're not able to catch that much market share either in fishing equipment, for example. So I'd say I give it an acceptable. Uh, it's okay, but not amazing. Thirdly, financial soundness. Uh, I mean, it's insanely good. So five out of five, it's perfect. Fourth, stock price. Uh, stock price is not bad. I mean, it's definitely lower. The PE is lower than the historical average. And... It's a dominant and profitable global market leader. So it will continue to give out dividend, probably increases dividend over time. So I think it's justified. It's good. Not perfect, but good. For dividend, I think it's not acceptable, to be honest, to sit on such a massive pile of cash with no major acquisition strategy and still only pay out 0.97% in dividend. Not acceptable. Bad. So my final rating, Konichi value rating for Shimano is to hold. Shimano is an amazing company with a 50-year history in the industry and an incredible market share of 70%. However, its market is only growing around 3-4% to a year. And in the short term, demand for bicycles might even drop a little bit. This is a stock to hold, possibly for life, but don't expect it to double in value anytime soon. Thank you so much for listening today and have a great rest of the week. Goodbye.